isn't it interesting to see how the leftists respond when the workers of the world unite? Well, there's a lot of nice things you can say about Canadians. Actually, on reflection, there's really probably only nice things you can say about Canadians, but their government seems to be a little bit off the rails. Uh, Kim Jong Trudeau has declared a state of national emergency uh, with extraordinary powers. Um, this is a sort of a multi-part question, which will be answered by Steve Green, Scott Ott, and hopefully by myself, Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us. This show is made possible by the members at BillWhittle.com. Uh, guys, um, I want to start with, with, with the first part of this, and that is the Canadian reaction to this, to this trucker, uh, freedom, uh, convoy. Uh, Steve, you, in our backstage show, which is available to members only, you, you listed one or two of the powers that Trudeau has assumed. And these aren't just like the kind of powers you might say you might have if there was a terrible hurricane or, or something like that. These are like nuclear war powers, aren't they? Can you give us an idea, just an outline of the kind of power that this, that this tyrant has just unilaterally exercised because the population of his country was engaged in a peaceful protest against the government policies? Yeah. Uh, one of them is the ability to seize bank accounts just on his own authority. Take your money. And he has assumed that also gives him the power to shut down crypto to avoid people making transfers to the truckers that way. So I'm sure everybody's familiar with what happened with GoFundMe. Uh, Re refresh our memories uh, for those who aren't, just briefly. I, I will. Uh, People, a lot of them here in the United States, wanted to donate to support these truckers and set up a GoFundMe page that raised over $10 million for uh, for the Freedom Convoy. And GoFundMe is a left-wing organization. They shut it down. They tried. They said they were going to give the money to other groups, groups that GoFundMe would choose, groups that are probably antithetical to everything the Freedom Convoy stands for and their supporters stand for and wanted to give to. So they backed down on that because people like uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said, oh, 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 that's fraud. We're going to sue you into oblivion or, or charge you into oblivion. So and Elon Musk said it was said it was stealing. He yeah, just, he just. Yeah. Absolute theft. So GoFundMe backed down on that, but they didn't back down on the fact that these truckers were not going to get the money, period. They sent it back or they're in the process of sending it back. I'm sure they're dragging their feet on this to the to the original donors. So there's a there's a organization much like GoFundMe called uh, 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 Give, Send, Go. It's a Christian based organization. They stepped up and uh, the Canadian government's tried to shut them down as well. So there's a very public battle going on now with who gets the money, who can give the money. And Trudeau has stepped in with these emergency powers because apparently that wasn't good enough for him at this point. So we've got this guy who, by the way, I don't know if Ed Driscoll at Instapundit coined this or not, but Trudeau's new nickname, I saw it first on Instapundit, is uh, Vladimir Putin. And I just <laughs> died when I read that. That ought to stick. Um, so we've got this guy assuming dictatorial powers over one of the most peaceful countries in the world. And that's no exaggeration. The United States and Canada not only share one of the world's longest borders, but it is unfortified. It is the longest unfortified border in the world before, since, ever. It's, it's amazing. They're wonderful neighbors to have, wonderful people. They deserve so much better than what they've gotten. So stop electing these jokers. Assuming Vladimir Putin allows another election. Uh, Scott, America is a little different than Canada. Um, 
we're considerably more dynamic. We generate most of the income for the family, but we've also had a history of drunken behavior and, and occasional uh, visits to the to the to the clink, and 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 so on and so on and so on. So this is this is my concern. Uh, there's been talk about. First of all, I've been wondering where's the American freedom uh, convoy. I mean, this Bravo Canada, but this is our brand, right? We, we should be the ones doing this. But this is what uh, I wanted to talk about. This is the heart of what I wanted to talk about today. If, if Canada can have the most well-mannered, polite, decent, cheerful, major mass movement, in certainly in my lifetime, there are stories, and I believe them, that as this truck convoy moved through towns, the truckers would clean the bathrooms of the restrooms that they would stay in. And that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. That sounds exactly like them. If you have such a an overtly peaceful, overtly uh, friendly, and overtly pacifist protest in Canada, pulling down this kind of, of legal firepower, what do you think will happen in America? Because I don't, I don't believe that our, our truck convoy is going to be quite this well-mannered. Actually, I think the vast majority of U.S. truck drivers would be. I think Absolutely. That there's, completely there's, agree. However, in the isolated incidences where things happen that are not so polite, um, those will be picked up and amplified and made to seem like that's the story. And and Trudeau has tried to do this in Canada as well. He's looked for situations and tried to amplify those, but it will be easier to do in the United States. Um, and, and so that's always the risk. You know, Glenn Beck is always uh, talking to his supporters and saying, look, if we employ violence, they win. And so he's constantly pleading with people to, you know, be passionate about your protest, but do it within the bounds of the law, uh, do it in a civil manner, win over the people who are watching from the sidelines, as it were, realize that you're not just battling with people who are opposing you, but you're actually performing in front of a group of people who haven't fully made up their minds whom to support and will come to your side if they see you acting uh, in a way that deserves respect. Um, so, uh, and frankly, as somebody who's involved in, in the retail business in my W2 job, I don't want any trucker protests that are hindering delivery of products. And I think, I suspect a lot of truckers in the United States are like, you know what? I get paid to drive miles. Uh, I get to paid to drive miles fast. And yeah, I've got my uh, concerns with how things are being run in this country. And I don't like this and I don't like that or the other thing. But I get paid to drive miles and I'm going to drive miles. And if I can stay out of a political protest, I will um, until it becomes, you know, when a long train of abuses and usurpations becomes intolerable, uh, then they finally get to that point where they have to do a convoy too. I'm hoping it doesn't get to that. I'm hoping that the voice of the Canadian truckers uh, will let freedom ring across the border and across these fruited plains. Speaking for myself, I'd eat a lot of ramen if somebody was in Washington protesting to make sure that my right to self-determination was uh, enforced. That's because you don't uh, sell ramen on commission. <laughs> well, I, I don't. But I also know that if I did, that's how I'd feel. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I suspect that if this, if, if an American freedom convoy uh, starts again, they will immediately be branded as another insurrection. And then we can add, you know, 222 to our list of, 
you know, Jan 6, 1, 6 and 9, 11 and, and Pearl Harbor and all the rest of these national catastrophes. Here's the short form of it. Um, you have these elitists that have been governing the people and been governing them at their absolute leisure, meaning there have been no consequences. Once the once the, the press is corrupted, you can get away with whatever you want to. And now suddenly people are starting to push back. And it's especially tough for them when it's truckers, because it's very hard to position truckers as uh, an interest group. As a matter of fact, if you really think about the brand, it's the Democrat brand that is actually rising up here. They're supposed to be the party of the little guys. These aren't these aren't millionaires and billionaires protesting a tax hike. These are working class people. And many people have commented, isn't it interesting to see how the leftists respond when the workers of the world unite? They they immediately uh, bring in martial law and, and, and all the other options that they have. I don't know what the outcome will be in an American uh, freedom uh, convoy, but I but one thing I am absolutely sure of, what I've seen with the Canadian truckers, aside from the fact that they seem to be effective, is twofold. Number one, when you stand up to these people, they fold. That's the first and most important thing, that all of their power over us is a bluff. It's, it's just a bluff. And when you call the bluff, as Elon Musk did with Tesla back at the beginning of the pandemic, says, we're going to open the factory. The data's not there. You want to arrest somebody, come arrest me. They didn't arrest him. He moved, he moved Tesla to a free state. But more importantly, more and more and more, we are seeing through the mainstream news media the assertion that the word freedom is a is a right wing uh, construct, and and we're we're seeing editorials and articles on why freedom is is bad for you, and all of the things that can go wrong with freedom, and we're hearing stories about how well just because you believe in freedom doesn't mean you get a chance to say whatever you want to say. It kind of does, actually. Actually, it kind of does. Just because you believe in freedom, that doesn't mean you can come and protest what the government's doing and shut down the government. Yes, it does. That's exactly what it means. It's precisely what it means. I am interested in the psychology of political events and how people feel about things. And so I see two things that are extremely advantageous for uh, for team good guys. One of them is is that if the Democratic Party is going to war with working people, they're not just going to war against a segment of the population. They're going to war against their brand. They are going to war against their brand. If they start coming after the little guy, then then, they're, then the little guy is going to go someplace else. And we're seeing that in record numbers. The other thing is, if the word freedom is, is, is uh, through the cultural uh, megaphones, if the word freedom, if the plan is to, to make the word freedom into a right-wing extremist concept, then it makes me exceedingly proud to be a right-wing extremist. For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us. Hit that like button if you liked it. If you didn't like it, then you can hit the down button. Nobody counts that anyway on account of... Uh, no, they, they don't count it because because uh, too many people in high positions of power were being downvoted, so they just removed that. This is what terrified children do. They just run and hide, and uh, they're not going to get away with it. We'll see you next week on Right Angle.